That's how it starts. You go, ah, you know, why is the sky blue? How do radios work? Is it a push or a pull? I don't know. I'm dumb. And that should be fine. Yeah. It depends on how loud we're going to be. I'm thinking moderately loud. Pretty loud. <laughs> what is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to Full Circus. My name is Tristan Sartoris, the host of this podcast, and I would venture to say not only the loudest host in the podcast scene, but also the wearer of the loudest, you know, podcast attire. That's right, I've got a Cheetos jacket on for the listeners of the show. And fret not, this was not a purchase of my own. I did not spend my own money on it, and I don't think anyone did actually. I I think my brother just found it just magically, you know, it's like a haunt and like you throw something in the trash and just shows up somewhere in his closet. He's like, I got this Cheetos jacket. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get rid of it. Will you wear it? And like the, you know, crazy attention seeking numbskull that I am, I said, yes, a Cheeto jacket. Well, of course. Right. It takes a very bold flavor to wear a snack jacket as such or snack it, if you will. And I, you know what? I think I'm pulling it off as as good as anybody really can. Um, and I'm excited to have it no matter, you know, what comments come. But uh, this Cheetos jacket. I don't know what Chester Cheeto sounds like, okay? But, you know, he's got cheese puffs, he's got Cheetos, and listen, let's just move on. Guys, I hope you're having a beautiful 2024. Uh, you know, so far, this is the craziest thing I've worn. What's the craziest thing you've worn during this first week through January? And you know what? Like I said before, I say, hey, have a good night. Like, no matter what time it is in the day, you get a freaking breakfast sandwich at McDonald's. Have a good night. What? Yeah, don't worry. From now until the end of your day. So I'm going to say not only hope you're having a good January, but I hope you're having a good year. Hope you have a good year. Have a great year. So what was I saying? Yes, we have gotten through the first week of January. I don't know how well you guys are doing on your New Year's resolutions. Perhaps you're still in the gym. Perhaps you're there right now walking on the treadmill like, I hate this, I hate this, I hate this. But the fact that I'm wearing something so ridiculous may bring you comfort, may bring you solace because you think that your life sucks. But then you remember somewhere out there in the world, there's a 25-year-old man wearing a very, very colorful windbreaker with Cheetos printed on it. But you know what? That's me. That's who I am. And I've, I've made that choice and I'm going to live in that. And we did, we did my uh, makeup birthday, fake birthday. You know, it's, it's right after Christmas. So we're, we're spacing it out. We can't get to it immediately. I'm out like a week into January. And that's what we did. And, um, and it was great. It was fun to have the family over. I did open presents. Oh man. I, I stuff 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 dude don't get me wrong all right I'm very appreciative I love gifts I think it's part of my my love language especially giving them and I do appreciate it. I love them I'm so grateful but I just wish I didn't have to open them in front of people okay I just wish someone would give me something and go hey you know what just have fun with it no just it's all you like I can't I can't stand knowing that I might let someone down because why you give someone and you have expectations, especially if it's personal, especially if you think I knocked it out of the park and you know what? Maybe you didn't, maybe you didn't, but I'm so focused on making sure you get the performance of a lifetime. I'm not even looking at what I get. I'm not even enjoying what's happening. Okay. There's a reason if friends, family, no matter who it is, who's ever given me a gift, the moment I pull back, 
I'm not even looking at the gift. I go, oh my gosh, thank you so much. Have no idea what I've already opened. My eyes have gone cloudy black. I don't know where you are, where the gifts are. I'm like, oh, thank you. Well, yeah, I love it. And I just want you to feel happy. And then I'm looking at them and I see, and I'm trying to gauge their expression. Is this what they're looking for? Is this the satisfaction? The smile begins to fade across the face across. I'm like, more, 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 louder. Yeah, I love it. Okay, it's scary for me. There's so much dread. Oh, so I did that, man. I did that, and I, I, I can't, you know what? If I think the greatest gift might just be you not getting me a gift. And don't, like, I, I always appreciate it. I always love it. I've said that, and I mean it. I've never gotten anything I didn't appreciate, nothing I wasn't grateful for. I mean, maybe I was trained this way, because, you know, when you're growing up and your, your grandparents or someone else gives you a gift, and you go, oh, this is sweet, and they say, say thank you, and you go, oh, thank you, and inspire. Smile, smile, and you go, oh, hey, thanks, Grandma. They didn't weren't that aggressive, but you know what? There was pressure where I was like, I got to make sure that you know I appreciate what's going down. So it's just ingrained in me. I, I despise it. I dislike it. So you know what? Maybe the biggest gift is to just avoid gifts altogether. It's a sad truth. It might just have to happen or mail it, you know? I don't know what you got to do. Like I've always said, the greatest gift you really can give me is attention. All right, I'm a second middle child. You think that was just going around? You think there was just extra time to spare? Why do you think there's a podcast? Why do you think I'm wearing a Cheeto jacket, a Cheeto snacket? It's because I like attention. I, I desperately crave it. I look for it, you know? And I try, to, I try to do my best to earn it and not only, you know, fulfill it. Like whatever the spaces that you give me when you say go. And I go, um... Am I doing the wave right? And I don't really have a lot of space. But you know what? I try to do my best with it. I just, I I really appreciate the attention. So watch the podcast, okay? Or just tell me you watch the podcast. That's good enough. I'll go, <laughs> can you feel the love tonight? And I will. And I do. So that's what happened with my birthday. It was great. It was swell. And we're 25 now, wearing a snacket. And still dreading opening gifts. But listen, if that's not character growth, I don't know what is. Oh, speaking of character growth. So we all know I love the game God of War. <laughs> the greatest game possibly ever. I have a giant poster hanging over my bed of Kratos. I look at it every single night and I say, good night, Kratos. You know, have a good night. Right in the morning, too, because I respect him. Boy. Um, God of War. Love the game. Love the series. It's beautiful. It's dramatic. And... One of the greatest surprises for a Christmas gift ever. They they had this big game award ceremony. Nobody knew anything. Nobody knew anything. And then out of nowhere, there's a little trailer. Boom, 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 doom, 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 doom. And then it releases the trailer. Kratos shows up. Not a new game, but they added just a little bit of an expansion. It's like a five, ten hour just extra like game. It builds on. It's part of the story. And I just about lost my freaking mind. Stayed up all night. Again, still trying to fix the sleep schedule, but that was one of the things that I had to sacrifice for. So I was just over the moon to go back into the world, man. It's like having a, a best friend, okay? And you love him and, and you have the best time ever. And you're like, I'm going to be you one day. He's like, what? You're like, yeah, I'm going to freaking get an accident. And like, that's not exactly how friendship works, but that's, you know, how Kratos and I work. I want to be Kratos. But then he's gone and it's over and the game ends and you think I'm never going to see him anymore. Either he moved away or he died and you're sad. So sad. Oh, my friend died, right? Well, I've never had a friend die, but I, per I you know, suppose that's the reaction you have. 
And then out of nowhere, you're lying in bed dreading the fact that you're gonna have to open birthday presents and you open up Twitter or X and then you see someone say, hey, your friend's back in town. He's doing his thing. And you go, oh my gosh, we're gonna stay up all night having fun. And I did it. I was, it was a blast. It was a blast. It was great to be back in God of War. And there's just something so beautiful. I, I keep meaning to make like a fun YouTube video to people who don't play video games, like my recommended top games you should play that actually have meaning and value. And people saw that with the freaking Last of Us show, right? People are like, I have no games or meaning. And then they watch the show, like, this is amazing. I've never seen games. And they make an Uncharted movie. People are like that. Like, it's all, it's all beautiful storytelling. Um, so I can't recommend it enough. The reason I brought that up is, is the original creator of God of War, of Kratos, um, the games back in the day, they used to be just hack and slash and murder. You know, very, that's what people think of when they think of video games. They go, oh, just shooting them, boop, 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 Mario, I have no interest, right? It's Pong. Um, yeah, he, you know, meanwhile, I'm having the time of my life. I'm like geeking out, okay? I don't look like a 25-year-old that, sh you know, should be wearing something more respectable. I look, I guess, probably like a 25-year-old wearing a snacket, okay? I look exactly how I was acting, just out of my mind. And... At the same time, while I was overjoyed because this thing means so much to me, the guy who wrote it and created it, he was flaming the crap out of it, making fun of it and saying, these new God of War games, because they kind of reinvented them. He's like, these new God of War games, they suck. They're not what they used to be because they just were, you know, hack and slash before. And he got so mad. Now, mind you, the last recent games have been the game of the year games, just phenomenal overboard. Um, he was he was upset and he was dissing him, just just ripping him apart, saying Kratos is not supposed to be this. He's not supposed to be a reflection of what's going on in your life and, and family and getting older and having more wisdom. He is just a straight murderer. And it was so hilarious to see somebody create something and then be like, I don't want character growth. And I was like, it's too late, man. You lost it. Imagine making something and then someone else takes it along the way and says, listen, you know, good, good first step, but I'm going to finish the staircase for you. It's a hard watch, but I, I, I can't imagine. Like, dude, how do you get upset about character growth? Kratos has more character growth than the creator of Kratos. That's that's a pretty deep thought. Okay, Kratos has taken this step from, I'm just talking about video games right now, but this murder rampage individual into a loving father who's dealing with his past and his pain and his hatred. And this guy, he's just, he's still there, man. So I think what I'm getting at is that eventually I would like to open up presents without any fear because I don't want to be like that guy who created Kratos and never, you know, developed himself, never realize that there's more never you know found character growth i need i need character growth okay character growth is what we're looking for this season and gosh dang it do we really need it man one of the things i really want to work on um as opposed to just not staying up all night playing god of war but gosh dang it if it's a good game is trying to do better in the cold we know i hate the cold i despise the freaking cold oh i hate it with a you know not a burning passion but a freezing passion i suppose it's so awful um and a few days or a week ago, our furnace broke, actually. And I think of a photo. It was like 56, 58 degrees or something. It was 58 degrees, below 60 degrees in my house, okay? Now, not only is it freezing outside, but it's freezing indoors. And I woke up just with a chill, and my father is just, he's just no shirt, in the shorts, doesn't bother him, nothing's wrong. Everybody's fine with the cold except me. 
and I don't know if I'm the problem. Like, at what point do humans adapt to the harsh environment they're put in? Like, is it going to take generations of my offspring before my lineage can finally survive a Sartorius household? Okay, what's the deal? Why is it so cold here? And they just keep getting colder. They keep adapting day by day. They go 68 now, 67 now, 66 now, 64, 65, 63, 62, well, let's go to the 50s. I can't do it, man. And on top of that, I keep losing weight. So it keeps getting colder and more harsh. And you know what? I want to persevere. That's the character growth that I want, okay? Is that being cold is like the ultimate enemy of being productive, okay? Like, I, it's so hard to get up and will yourself to do something when you know you're just going to basically go outside or have to bundle up to get to the kitchen. It's it's awful. It's hard. So I'm working on just embracing that uncomfortable because I've realized that that's just the way life is going to be. It will never, ever, ever, ever be comfortable in this household or anywhere where my family is inside or even outside, man. I don't. I think a large reason for the Ohio's temperature the reason it's so cold is the fact that my family is here. Now, it's kind of like a tree in the woods is a fall. I wasn't in Ohio when my parents weren't in Ohio, but I would venture to bet when we were down south in Georgia, Ohio was probably nicer weather because they weren't here freaking cranking down the thermostat, you know? It's like a rain dance, but they just do get colder. They want it cold. Praise. Praise the Lord until he <laughs> makes this horrible weather more real that's what them saying that not me um but anyways that's what i'm trying to work on guys i'm trying to just i, I want to wake up and feel uncomfortable and dread and pain and just go you know what this is what it is stand tall like i don't need to be like this and bundled up and wear snack it's everywhere i go i should just be calm kratos would be calm kratos goes through all of <laughs> freaking thimble winter without a shirt on what a beast so i wish i was kratos hope he comes back again my best friend um, so yeah, you know, we're, we're manifesting that this season. Good sleep, um, embracing the comfort in the uncomfort. I also, I, I can get a little stressed because there's so much crap around right now. Um, and it's not crap. It is, it's very useful stuff, but I'm in the transition of moving the podcast to another studio location. So in the meantime, I just have a bunch of other things that don't quite fit here or don't belong. So are we back? Okay. Sorry. And I freaking had some technical issues and then I spent way too long trying to get the hair out of my face. Needless to say, I did not succeed all the way. I like the phrase needless to say in a way that it doesn't make any sense. Like in order to say it already contradicts what the statement is. Needless to say, but it's too late. You did. You did say. So if it was needless to say, you would never say needless to say. Needless to say, no one needs to say needless to say anymore. It's, it's unneeded. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, just have a lot of um, lights and, and crap that just doesn't belong. It's orphan, just orphaned tools, okay? They don't belong anywhere. If you got no home. Your father left for milk and never came back. That would suck. I'm sorry that uh, for all the people who father... Why is it they say father's left to go get milk? You know? Like, why, why, does, why is this milk slander going on, right? Father left to go get milk and never came out or came back. <laughs> My dad went to go get milk and he never came out. He just he kept pretending. Um, but, you know, I don't I don't get that. I love milk and it would be a, a, a horrible disservice if if my father left pretending to go get the thing that I love so much. I guess if you really want to find a loophole, man, like if you're worried about your dad leaving you, stop drinking milk. Just be like, listen, I don't I don't want it anymore. Don't even go out. What's he going to do? 
no one, no one ever hears. Oh, the father went out to go get Fanta and never came back. Okay, the, the father never left to go get water and never came back. They always come back when they get other freaking drinks, soft drinks, liquids. But uh, it's always milk, man. So just stop drinking milk and fathers will stop leaving. I hate to say it, but I think that might be the biggest key is to just avoid that altogether. Maybe fathers just don't like going to get the milk. And that's the real problem. This freaking kid keeps saying it's going to go get milk. Yeah, it's good. But I'm not coming back for that. Maybe like, Dad, you know what? I drink almond milk now. Okay? You can go get almond Like, the, no dad's ever went to go get the almond milk and never came back. He might, though. He's like, freaking, again. got an almond milk drinking kid now. Not only does he want the milk, but I'm not even getting the real stuff. Oh, my gosh. I'm not coming back ever, all right? I'm not coming back, and I'm not coming out. That's what you do when you got an almond milk drinking son. He ain't ever going to want to return. But anyways, I don't like the milk slander. Um, go back to the stuff, the work, the tools. So, yeah, it's it's a bit messy, and it can get pretty stressful. I'm trying to stay warm in the cold. I'm... I'm trying to open presents. I'm just working on character growth, guys. Okay? That is 2024. I'm manifesting calm. I'm manifesting a new piece. Did I kind of fail already because I already complained about the presents? Maybe. But every new day is exactly that. A new day. So we'll see how that goes. Manifest it, guys. We're calm this year. Things go well for us. At what line is a manifestation becoming a jinx? That's a deep thought for you. Like how many people say this and this and this and this. I keep on repeating it. It becomes a manifest, a manifest, a manifest versus the people who say, don't say that. You are jinxing it. Like if you're trying to manifest a touchdown, you say, he's going to catch this ball. He's going to catch this ball. He's going to catch this ball. And then he drops the ball. Did you almost manifest it or did you jinx it? That's a deep thought, guys. All right. I'm just full of them. And you can comment below your opinions on that. And you know what? A lot of people say, Tristan, where do you come up with these these beautiful thoughts in the middle of the night? That's a wolf hauling in the middle of the night. Um, yeah, dude. Is it because I'm so smart and profound that I come up with these these thought provoking questions? Um, no, it's actually because I'm I'm dumb, you know, because that's that's what dumb people do. Dumb people ask great questions because they're always observing. Dumb people are the most observant and the greatest question askers in the game. Why? Because they don't have any answers. Dumb people have to keep on asking things and eventually you get pretty good at it and you start asking deep, meaningful questions. Okay, that's how it starts. You go, ah, you know, why is the sky blue? How do radios work? Is it a push or a pull? I don't know. I'm dumb. I need answers. And then you start getting to some deeper stuff, maybe a little philosophical. So I think if you want to start asking the big, hard-hitting, tough questions, if you want to be a good interviewer of the world, get dumb, all right? And then you'll start asking some good stuff. Don't worry. I'm not, I don't actually think I'm dumb. Friends of the people who support me a lot, they go, Tristan, you're not dumb. You're not, I, I know. I, I think, I actually think I'm smart, okay? But I'm, I think I'm so smart that I, I knew that I should say that I'm dumb. But if you actually come to me and you say that, then I find that more insulting. If someone goes, hey, I don't actually think you're dumb. I was joking. I don't try. Did you think it was that close to the line that you had to come for me? It's a little concerning. Um, maybe you're dumb for thinking it. I'm sorry, I shouldn't say that. You guys are just supportive and warm and welcoming, and I should never, I should never attack you as such. Um, speaking of dumb, though, I am dumb in the world of politics, and I keep looking for things to talk about, topics, relative, you know, stories that are happening in the world, and a lot of it is just all of the politics because it's a, it's an election year. Right, 2024. Here comes the new president. We can't wait. And it's just my favorite year. I'm kidding. I don't like everybody so bitter all the time and everyone's so opinionated. 
um, because no one's getting dumb and asking questions, right? Everybody thinks they're smart, which means they're dumb. And, you know, they're just angry and they want their way of the highway. And, and I really am dumb in this field and I don't know. So it's just an annoying year regardless. But everything's political and I can't even like bring it up on the podcast because I don't know where to start. You ever tried to get into politics this late in the game? Like there's so much to catch up on. Like I got to begin at the very start, all of it, you know, I got to go back to the moment America became America. Like, why do we want to make America great? What was it great? Let me go trace it back. Okay. Do I go back to Ohio? I got to trace that. Go to 1803. Got to start there. Do I got to go through every freaking season? Like it's a TV show. Do you know how hard it is to start politics now in, in this season? It's like beginning a sitcom. In, in the seventh season, there's all these new characters and you don't recognize them or why they have beef or why they have trouble, what they did in the past or where their character growth began or started or ended. And I don't know what to like or how to feel. I'm like, oh, man, I kind of like this guy. No, we don't. We don't like that guy. He's a traitor. He betrayed. Oh, my bad. I didn't. Why is he still on the show? Oh, you know, I really like this guy. No, you don't. He's actually one of the worst. Oh, I like this guy. Well, it's OK, but I feel like there's some crap going. This is the worst guy. No, he's actually pretty cool. What the frick? What do I feel? There's too many characters. There's too many plot lines. There's too many stories. I need just a simplified answer. In the beginning, there was politics. There was this president. And that's it. I don't need characters and, and storylines and, and plots. I just, I need a, a simplified plan. But it's too hard. Read an article. And you keep freaking scrolling back. I'm like, where does this start at? Where am I going? I don't know who anybody is. You ever hear somebody reference stuff? And it's like trying to learn politics in another country. Okay, go learn... Russia's politics and read every article and try and figure out, oh, who is Vladimir Fominsky for Pinsky and other Russian names, okay? Sorry if that was offensive to Russia, but again, I don't know your politics and I do not know your language. But yeah, I'm trying to get into the pol not trying to get into the political game, but I'm trying to find new stories to talk about and only politics show up. And I can't comment on them because I don't know where they start. Excuse me, okay? This, I get indigestion when I talk about <laughs> political stuff. Um, I will tell you what I do know, guys, is in the sports world. We could go back to video games, but I'm going to talk about the sports world for a minute. The NFL, dude. I, was, I did mention the Browns. Um, yeah, I am so thrilled. The Browns are in the playoffs. This is huge. It's the second time in my life I've ever seen them enter the postseason. It is winner takes all. Um, tomorrow, I guess when this airs, tomorrow is the Browns game. Watch it, comment, you know, send me good luck, send me good wishes, and I'm going to manifest a win, and if they lose, it might be a jinx. Okay, the Browns are going to win, the Browns are going to win, the Browns are going to win. Is that a manifest? And if they lose, is it my fault? I do not know. But anyways, I'm so thrilled. I'm, I'm freaking, it's amazing. There's something so beautiful about sports, and I'll continue to talk about it. It's kind of like the God of War, but, uh, you know, it's just, it's part of you. It's like finding out, it's kind of like losing weight, you know, like it's, it is really part of you and you, you're like, oh, I'm so thrilled and happy for me. Like my body's a separate entity from my mind. I'm like, yeah, way to go, body. You did it. And I see the Browns where I'm like, wait, way to go. Other part of me, you're winning and you're thrilled. It sucks when they lose. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just, I'm hyped. I'm so excited. Life is good. Life is amazing. Don't let anybody ever tell you different. Um, yeah, what was it? There was something I was going to say about the NFL. Oh yeah. There was, there's this story that's been going on for a while. Um, this is a headline that I can read because it's sports. Um, Brock Purdy, he's a quarterback for the 49ers, just an NFL team, and his contract he makes because he got he when he got drafted, whatever. It's all based in scale of when the team selected you. 
he makes about $900,000 a year. Now, most of you should be saying, holy crap, that's a lot of money, okay? To just, he wasn't even going to be playing at first. He was getting that money to be on the bench. $900,000 a year. Most of you should be going, holy crap, 900000 Now, the headline for some reason, because a lot of quarterbacks will make 40 mil, okay? They signed to a 40 mil contract, 40 million a year or something. And <laughs> these the numbers are so skewed, and then they go, oh my gosh, Brock Purdy's broke. And they start interviewing him and asking him about his life and how hard it is to only make 900000 This is not satire. And they go, you're still driving a 2018 Toyota Tundra? You're a quarterback. You can't be doing that. You, you live in a one and two bedroom apartment in San Francisco. Oh my, you don't even have a house. Are you kidding me? It got so weird that for whatever reason, his teammates, and I don't know if this is genuine pity, they bought his family. The headline said Brock Purdy didn't have enough money to buy Christmas presents for his family. Now, one, he did them a favor because you don't want them opening stuff and feeling awkward. But two, 900000 You can't get a, a gift, a knickknack? You can't watch his podcast for 900000 Do something? Like, I got... I got this. I don't know how much this was, but I got this for my brother. And yeah, I did hate opening. It was very awkward. But I love it. After I got it, I didn't realize it until like a day after because I was so blind. But that's, I don't know how much it costs, but probably not 900K. 900,000, guys, as a warning, does not get you what it used to. Okay. I'm not, I'm not from the older era. You know, I'm still trying to figure out what happened back in 1803. I'm still on season 45 of, of politics. But. You know, it's just 900K. It's it's really gone downhill. I don't know what happened with inflation, but it is embarrassing. But it's so funny to watch all these headlines and people are being very genuine. Like, oh, my gosh, this this guy is so poor. He's so broke. Like, we get it. Enough. I don't know who they think is reading headlines because I don't think billionaires, people who actually make enough money to go 900K, pff, scoff. Because if you make a billion dollars, I think legally you can't even scoff anymore. You have to say the word scoff. Is that 900,000? Scoff, 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 chuckle, 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 chuckle. Because you know, you're not a real person. You don't feel emotions anymore. You have to uh, scoff, scoff, chuckle, chuckle, pity. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's embarrassing. Not for him. He's making $900,000. It's embarrassing for everybody else, I guess. Who's your audience, guys? Okay, freaking Sports Center. Who do you think the freaking everybody else is just reading? They go, wow, 900,000. It's people like me. Who just aren't making 900000 go, holy crap, 900000 keep reading. Oh, he's broke? That's weak? That's pitiful? I didn't realize I was so low on the totem pole. Um, so I thought that was funny. And if you should look that up, go ahead and do so. Um, now, I was going to talk about the video with the lady and the judge and the guy jumps over the freaking thing because I thought that related to sports. Because, like, golly, man, did you? I mean, if you did see it, then you know what I'm talking about. The guy was being, I guess I'm talking about it. He was uh, being charged, I think, for assault, reckless behavior, maybe just battery assault. Um, and, you know, it's hard to plead your case and be like, I didn't do it, you know, like, I'm, I'm a good man. I would never lay a finger. And they're like, you know what? I think you're going to get two years, bucko. And he goes, what the frick? Throws everything out of the way and charges. And he leaps over the judge's freaking desk like a pure athlete. I mean, talk about making under K. This guy should be making millions. Hey, oh, 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 hey, oh, oh, oh. For that kind of talent. A perfect tackle, perfect sphere, takes down the judge, takes down the guy next to him, and he's fighting off. He's scrapping, and 
And I, I can't I can't believe it, man. If you watch that, I, it's it's. I wish everything was fake. I really do because then I could feel better about laughing at it. Because you watch that, and you're like, this guy would be a great WWE talent. I mean, off the top rope. Does he have spring? Does he have moon shoes on? Does or is there a trampoline in front of that desk? What a spear! What a guy! But um, luckily, the lady is okay. I guess she asked to <laughs> there because he was being charged again on top of that assault. Now double assault, and they go, hey, you know what? I want to see you again up here, which is a very bold move to be like, I want to see that that athlete in front of me. Try it again. And this time she's just got like a higher desk because it always looks silly when you see people like the interviewer. They usually have like a higher desk, like a position of power, like I'm looking down on someone. Even sports shows, they do it. Hey, you know, I'm the most important person, clearly, based on my height. Um, in that case, I think they should just make taller stilettos and you'd be like, well, I'm important now. But anyways, yeah, it's, I always think that's silly and stupid, but I think I get it now. I think it's, it's kind of like, Hey, we're going to build a wall. You know, we're going to build a desk. <laughs> that's what they need to be doing. If, if they're trying to make a giant freaking desk, like up to here and only her eyes are showing. So anyways, um, I'm thinking maybe eight years for you now. Oh, what are you going to do? And she's just gone, gone, dip away. That's so cool. Um, so anyways, guys, I think that's all I have to talk about for real right now. Um, it's mostly just been a recap of my weekend and, and complaints. And I wish I had more news stories to talk about, but I talked about the, uh, I didn't talk about anything. Actually, I tried to talk. I talked about how little I know about politics, which in and of itself is not talking about politics. That is another fail. <laughs> But I had fun talking here with you guys, nevertheless. Um, it's always a great time hanging, chilling, chatting, and wearing a snack it with you. I hope you have a beautiful year. Hope you have a beautiful time. Uh, I'm thinking maybe not next episode, but the one after. I want to do a bit on astrology, okay? Okay, like a whole thing, a whole deep dive. And maybe we'll make a video, but I think it would be funny to try and analyze because I see a lot of people talking about you're this, you're that, and 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 which side of the bed like there's the psychology of who you are based on stars and, and other patterns and stuff like that i would like to get down to just how um accurate something like that is and the reason for that being is be one because i don't believe it but two because i feel like i'm so outside of the box that i won't fit into any spectrum i feel like i would single-handedly bring every average down you're like oh you know freaking i don't know what january people do they love opening gifts got them we already broke them um, but yeah, we'll look into that in the future. Probably not next episode, but the one after. So if you have astrology questions, put them down below. If you have any comments, put them down below. Okay. Or send them to at fullcircuspodcast at gmail.com. Um, yeah. And I thank you. I appreciate you. I'm going to try and clean up and get warm in my life and I'm manifesting that. And hopefully that's not a jinx and I don't get messier and colder, but you know what? It's 2024. Let's just get comfortable in the sock. All right. What am I a Navy SEAL? How am I supposed to do that? Anyways, guys, thank you so much. I'll see you in the next episode.